0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Anthony Tevalacci, the Senior Vice President of HR Sales Strategy, Channels, and Comprehensive Services for ADP. We're going to talk about HR outsourcing and how employers work with vendors why even small businesses need data, technology's role in keeping everybody happy, and where the business is going, all on this edition of People Tech. Hey, Anthony. So, Anthony, we're going to talk about HR outsourcing today, and I wanted to try and zero in on technology's role uh, in it. You know what it has to do. What customers are looking for it to do, but just could we set the stage? Could you could you tell me about HR outsourcing and kind of what's going on in in that part of the industry right now? Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, HR outsourcing is is really dynamic, and when you think about uh, the challenges that small, medium sized businesses face today, from you know the very beginning of their Life cycle of the employee and finding them and trying to make the right decisions on who to hire, all the way to job separation. There is just an enormous amount of administrative pressure, liability pressure, and quite frankly, performance pressure that exists in you know on on that spectrum. Um, And because of that, when you think about macroeconomic events, when you think about the fact that employees are the largest expense the largest asset, um, and quite frankly, um, the the foundational key to the success of any organization, um, the HCM industry is booming. There's so many different solutions across a spectrum of offerings from an HR outsourcing perspective um, to help support small and medium-sized companies um, in just about any way that you would want to be supported relative to two things one um you know where are you in the journey of uh, managing human capital um and then two what are you trying to solve for right? So um, you know you see a lot of PE investment, you see a lot of innovation, uh, you see a lot of startup activity uh, because the demands that are put on practitioners and owners of companies is just so high um, that there's just a ask for a lot of things and um, and it just doesn't stop there, right? You can get the tool. Um, but then how do you use it, right? How do you get the ROI? How do you make decisions off of that? Um, you know, definitely a complicated thing for a lot of businesses to navigate. Um, and the optionality is endless at this point
0: so, so, what are businesses usually thinking about when ADP first hears from them? Uh, have they become overwhelmed because of growth, or are they just finding things like compliance are more complicated than they'd anticipated? Yeah. Are, are-
1: yeah, I, I, Mark, I, I think it comes from a lot of different places that can kind of stimulate a company's uh, interest in uh, wanting to evaluate their their human capital structure, right? So I think you hit on one of them, right? If there's some kind of financial um, event that's going on in the company, if they're acquiring, if they're merging, if they're divesting, um, you know, in, in a lot of those cases, they want to make sure that they have infrastructure scalable. Um, you know, things that can grow and contract with them, um, help them be able to focus on you know, key activities in an organization. Um, you know, that's one of them. I, I think that, you know, fundamental changes in an organization also create some ch- some challenges there as well. Um, so like if you have change in leadership or change in philosophy about how the human capital is run or practitioner changes, uh, those are also things where people are looking for resources and things to step into. Um, and then you just have, you know, a kind of um, a reaction to uh, I would call macroeconomic events like the Great Resignation or the War on Talent, or just the you know record low um, unemployment, things that create uh, tension and burden on um, the employee, the employer's ability to um, you know staff and be able to have the highest quality uh, employees, um, and just wanting to be best in class from a uh, employer perspective. Those are things that kind of stimulate people's interest and say you know. These are reasons why we need to think about um, what are our options to address these changes. Because you know it it is uh, it is critical when you think about the expense and the necessity of getting an ROI, and quite frankly, the impact that managing your people effectively have on your P and L in so many different ways. So
0: let's talk specifically about technology, and you know if I think about HR outsourcing and how it uses technology. I, I'm thinking of things that are probably pretty obvious, you know, data analysis and all of that kind of thing. But what else is going on? And, and not only what else is going on from the customer's viewpoint, but what's happening under the hood? What, what kind of platform are you using to serve all these people?
1: So I, I think um... – it's, it's really interesting when we think about technology because uh, there's no shortage of applications or tools to be able to use. What we find is there's a spectrum that business owners are looking at in terms of how to deploy technology from an HR perspective. So you have your typical SaaS products, right, which you know uh, enable them to have some you know software that will give them some solution-oriented um, output on and, and solutions for some of their challenges. But as you go across the HR spectrum, you have things like ma- uh, managed and shared services, which allow come smaller companies to either fully outsource or, or share in resources uh, to take on very complicated or highly administrative things, um, and then you have um, you know completely outsourced uh, HR platforms that tie in shared liability and um, you know and, and enables companies to you know offload a lot of the financial and, and uh, fiduciary risk of being an employer. And I think what happens is. Companies need to take a look and understand across that spectrum what they're trying to achieve. And as a byproduct of that, um, they have to think about two things. One, you could have the tools and you could have the technology but you've got to be able to execute and deploy it. And you need resources to be able to figure out um, how to align um, whatever the data insights you're looking for into practical, executable strategies that drive a company towards its strategic objectives, right? Um, And when you think about technology, um, I think about not just the tools underneath it, but I think about what, in the HR in the HR outsourcing space, um, what more is being asked of uh, these organizations? And I see more and more that employee self service is something that drives a lot of interest. Because if you think about this Amazon world that we live in, that if I wake up and I say, I want this thing, I could have it by the end of the day by just going through a few clicks, um, that transcends into the employer-employee relationship. If I want to look at what my benefits are, or if I want to look at what my paycheck was, or if I want to look at my W-2 or get my W-2 from a few years ago, these are all technologies that um, are required for a lot of businesses um, to be able to provide that level of interaction with their employees that they want, right? And for small and medium-sized businesses, that's not easy to get, right? So being able to to tie into those platforms. um, And then when you think about under the hood, you have to think about two things, right? There's just a ton of... Data. There's a ton of resources. There's a ton of uh, information that's out there. Um, What's the credibility of the information? The volume? How is it managed? Um, And then how is it interpreted? Right. And I think from an HR perspective and from an HR outsourcing, you want to pull together that sort of trifecta of the right technology with the right suite of solutions that really drive the engagement of your employees. But then you have to have the right resources and interpreters to be able to help your organization, no matter how staffed or how rich your organization is from an infrastructure, to figure out how to deploy um, whatever the strategies and resources and ideas and things that, you know, will drive a company forward, right? So, um, you know, I, I find that more and more businesses, you know, kind of start with thinking about traditional software and then recognize that what they're really looking for in a lot of cases is expertise, support, insights, and then quite frankly, how to get from point A to point B, while at the same time, you know, providing an environment that, you know, gives them. Employees access to information that they need to, you know, to be effective, not just to, you know in their day to day lives as it relates to being an employee, but even in their job policies, procedures, um, HR support, things of that nature.
0: The world's best known investor and
1: Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, "Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway." Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.
0: Now, small businesses are interesting because the the owner uh, or the, the leaders of the small business, usually they're really industry experts in whatever business they happen to be in. But they're not always so expert on the support functions like, like HR or technology oh, for that matter. So what's your what are your customers like in terms of communication with you how do you have to talk with them are you having to do a lot of education do you need to explain why some of the things you've got are valuable in the first place or are people you know more or less up to speed on the things they really need to know about
1: yeah, it varies so much by two factors, right? The time and resources a company has to make sure they they got their arms around that part of the business, um, and then I think number two um, is you know just the time that they have to to, uh, to to spend in you know managing that that part of the business. So you know, I, I think our clients want to be communicated with, um, digitally. Um, so if there's information that could be pushed through them, um, I think that's, that's important to them. I think that they want quick responses when it's really just transactional information about, uh, what is this or how do I kind of stuff. Um, uh, but, but what I find with a lot of the clients is, um, they may on a day to day, um, want to leverage some of those more transactional things. I think the thing that's really special about HR outsourcing is putting in the support of like an HR business partner that could provide strategic guidance for them and really think through um not only how to how to get to where the company wants to go from an HR perspective or from an you know managing their human capital, but just the you know the challenges that they face along the way. And and I think that the dynamics of being an employer has evolved so fast over the last few years, where you know now you have smaller and smaller companies that are now staffed with people across state lines because of work from home and virtual and the digital environment. So the complexities of doing that has become even more of a burden uh, with businesses just from a regulatory perspective um, to things like offering benefits and aligning that kind of stuff, um, and then just the communication as a whole. So you know. W- what they're looking for is proactive communication about the big things, quick response, easy to access information on the transactional things, um, and lots of resources for their for their employees. Like think of it this way: if you had a 20-employee a company that was in the business service realm, um, and you know, you only had so many hours in the day, it'd be so much better if the employees could, you know, go onto a mobile app or call into a, a my life advisor, which is, you know, sort of a service we we provide to um, uh, our um, clients' employees um, that can just answer basic questions for them and take that out of the C-suite or the director of HR where they might be more focused or, or want to engage on things that are more strategic. Um, so, you know, there's so much agility now that needs to be, uh, uh, um, you know, in play for, you um, the the hr service provider uh for the clients uh because you got to meet them where they are and it's not even just as a norm sometimes it's just based on the circumstances right um so i think that's the the cool thing about outsourcing um hr in you know in a more comprehensive manner one of the things that
0: people always talk about when they talk about hr is data Uh, and these small businesses going beyond what we just talked about with HR, do they have the skills that they need to take advantage of data? And I mean, are they inclined
1: to use it in the first place? So it, it depends on to what end. Right. So when you think about a small company, it's who they're competing against. Right. So, um, you know, having insights to wages and benefits and, um, you know, total compensation, um, really important. Right. How to package that um, to things like. Uh, if I want to grow the company into into different markets, what does that dynamic look like, and all of that other uh, kind of stuff that that goes into that? So the short answer is yes, they they absolutely have the capacity to see it, and and most of the the folks that start companies or own companies, they have the capacity. I just think what they're looking for is expertise to be able to help them cut through some of the noise that surrounds that to help them make good decisions, right? And I think that that's the essence of data in HR, right? Can I get the information? Can I understand how it aligns to the strategic business objectives I have? And then can I very simply put together a plan that gets me from A to B? Some of those are more complex than others, um, and I think you know what happens when, in a lot of cases, with small businesses, is that um, it can be pushed off. Or they could take a very smaller view um, because the resources are sometimes harder to get to. Um, The practitioners will spend a lot of time um, having to focus on the things that are required, like the administrative stuff that uh, companies have to get through from a human capital perspective. So it's really about being able to have very quick access. But once you get the access, what do I do with it? Right. How do I operationalize it? And then how do I put that? Into the the you know the business plan that's going to help me grow my business or make it more profitable or retain my employees or address whatever concerns um, that that the companies have. So they have the capacity. I think it's more just do they have the resources and the time, and that's where HR outsourcing has a huge impact, especially in the SMB space. Um, you know, just the time savings, the you know the strategic. Uh, guidance on, you know, the whole people management part of the business. Those are all things that have a quantifiable impact on the success of an organization. So how is
0: this all evolving? Are the demands from business people changing? Are you are you thinking you're going to be having to offer some significant new products in the coming years? You know, where, where do you see the growth?
1: Um, I I see the growth in the fact that two things seem to be um, dynamic. And one is the access to information, um, both at the employee and the employer level is just enormous, right? So the competitive landscape on talent, managing talent, employees understanding what is expected um what should be expected the laws the rules everything that's that's there um so you know as the regular regulatory environment either scales up or scales down you know it, it changes and it vacillates um the need for that guidance and support um, continues to to be there and I think that will always drive demand. Um, I think that as we continue to move forward things like artificial intelligence and you know generative, Uh, AI, stuff like that, will provide more and more information quickly to employers. I think um, the reality is being able to have somebody in your organization that can take whatever those insights are and then turn them into actions and plans and execution is really going to continue to be things that I think our clients will continue to ask for us uh, to be able to support and deliver. Um, especially as you know that information becomes more fluid, more accessible, um, you know, easier to get. Um, I think where HR outsourcing is really going to have its its impact is in getting it. as one thing; using it and applying it is another. Um, and I think that's the exciting part um, from from an HR perspective. Um, and then I just think that. Uh, as we've evolved over the last five years, we've just seen seen the, you know, the employee having a very important seat um, at the table in terms of what's important to them. Right, how to maximize their engagement, how to get the best return on on those folks. So I think that that's going to continue to be a, a primary focus uh, for businesses. It's a very difficult thing to manage. Um, there's a lot of complexity, and there's a lot of different competing ideas out there. But I think it's something that um, when you outsource and you have a you know the the resources to be able to interpret, guide, and help you harvest that information, um, it'll put you in a position to really drive um, success uh, in your organization as it relates to the productivity of the people that work for you. Um, and I think that's kind of been the underlying thing that's driven the HR outsourcing success in the future, in uh, the past. I think it is really going to be rocket fuel for why people are going to want to partner, right? Because when you think about HR outsourcing and you think about like what really are the options of a business that want to address a cont- Concern or an opportunity in their HCM space. It's really only three things. They can build it, right, which is highly labor intensive and highly expensive and full of risk. Um, they can, um, you know, they can buy it, uh, but it's the same thing. You can buy the stuff, you can buy the the, the tools, uh, but you you have to learn how to use it. You got to deploy it, or you can partner right and in partnering you're putting things in place with people that not only can help you with the technology and the tools but provide those key insights that help you move your business and you know as i've been in the industry for you know almost 30 years that has probably been the biggest evolution is sort of i know everything i need to know now it's more hey could you help me go faster could you help me drive more efficiency or effectiveness or scalability or, you know, do that while being more lean in, in, in the in the approach or, you know, help my, you know, key practitioners focus on core competencies versus all the administrative stuff. And I think that that's really something that will continue to drive the industry.
0: Anthony, thank you very
1: much. It was great to meet you. Thanks for, for taking
0: the time and talking to me. And I hope we'll see each other again. Thanks, Mark. It was a pleasure. My guest today has been ADP's Anthony Tevalacci. and this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcast.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.HCMTechnologyReport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah.